Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Beyond the Dark is a sci-fi horror anthology that opens a window into dystopian worlds. You can hear advanced episodes of this series right now over at patreon.com slash beyond the dark season three survivors of ev9 part five Sure, but I wish they make up their mind. They must have been in here five hours already. She doesn't look to me like she's about to regress. That's the problem. She's a time bomb, and we don't know how long the fuse might be. Okay, I'm confused. Run your theories past me again. All right. There's two possibilities. One is that everything they've claimed is true. If that's the case, we're in danger of her regressing like the other subject. And the other possibility? Their claims are false. They made the whole thing up. I don't know about that. Just take a look at her, Nikau. There's no sign that she's ever shown symptoms that we commonly associate with the infected. I'm not a liar! Anjali, don't. That's not gonna help. Why would they lie? Maybe Dunbar put them up to it. He was ambitious, even in the old days. Maybe this was a last desperate grab for notoriety. Screw you! Hey, hey, calm down. Didn't you hear what he said about Michael? I heard, but 
I mean, let's give them some time. They're in shock, like we are. Once they go back over the data and figure everything out, they'll realize we didn't do anything wrong, because that's the truth. And when that happens, they'll let us out. I wish I could believe that. More hours pass. Anjali sits in the corner with her arms wrapped around her knees as she stares blankly at the wall. There's no food or water brought to us, and I tell myself it's just an oversight. Even so, I can't shake the feeling that we're no longer guests in quarantine. Instead, we've become prisoners. Do you think there's a chance I could... what did Rhodes say? Regress? Whose opinion do you trust? Dunbar, or this Rhodes guy? You already know. Right. But you saw what happened last night. What other explanation is there? Listen, you seem to think that you're somehow lesser because of what you went through. But nothing could be further from the truth. You're strong. You wouldn't still be here if you weren't. I guess. I know what it's like to doubt yourself. Hate yourself, even. It took a long time for me to understand the truth about who I really am. Sometimes we just need that one person to point it out to us. Kane? Hello? Paulina, what is it? Are you both alright? We're okay. A little rattled, maybe. What's the matter? Something's going on, isn't it? You might be in danger. How? Dr. Rhodes has flagged you as a biological risk to the community. Both of you. Meaning what, exactly? That's not clear, but it isn't good. Indefinite exclusion from the population, most likely. Imprisonment. Something like that, yes. But once he figures out Dunbar's method... He's denounced Dunbar's method. He's abandoning it and carrying on with his own. Abandoning it? Already? But he's only just started the trials. You said yourself this would take time to figure out. That's his decision. And as head of the lab, there's nothing I or anyone else can do. She drops something in the food drawer and pushes it through. Look, I don't know what kind of life you're going to have here. You can wait and hope for the best if that's what you want. But I thought you should be given the choice. What is this? That key card will get you out of this cell. It will also get you into the lab over to the south. You want us to go to the lab? At the back of the facility, there's an observation platform that hangs over the edge of the wall. It's the only chance you'll have of getting past the enforcers and out of Whitecliff. Out of Whitecliff? Yes. So that's it. There's no other choice but to head back out into the wilderness. Like I said, there is a choice. But I don't envy you having to make it. But if we decide to leave, they'll see us the minute we leave this room. Wait for a while until the early hours of the morning. You'll have less chance of being spotted. Paulina! I have to go. 
I wish you the best, whatever you decide. And I'm so sorry this happened to you. I sit and turn the keycard over in my hands. Anjali watches me with a look of grim determination in her eye, her melancholy forgotten. It's almost as if she's come to terms with what she has to do. I say we run. If we go out there, are they gonna shoot us on sight? Like they did with the woman at the campfire? What's the alternative? Sit here and rot in this box for the rest of our days? Maybe they'll just decide to dump us outside the walls. Force us to leave. Or maybe they'll put us in straitjackets and start experimenting on us. Yeah, maybe. Uh, where would we go? What about those islands we saw off the coast? What? You mean swim out there? Or find a boat, or whatever it takes. We could live there on our own, away from the infected and these scientists and... and everyone else. Well, I... I guess if I could find some fishing gear, we'd have food. Yes! I suppose it could work. <sighs> Look, Kane. I'm the one they're afraid of. You have a much better chance if you stay here, so I understand if that's what you want. <laughs> you still don't get it, do you? I came all this way for you. That's why I didn't leave you back at the river crossing. Whatever we decide, we'll do it together. It's dark outside. I stop and watch. Listen. Up the hill, the campfire is burning low, and there's only a couple of figures huddled around it. The rest of the settlement is quiet and empty. Come on, let's go. Which way? Polina said it was to the south, so it has to be over this way. Wait a minute. Stop. Enforcers. Okay, keep going. Is that it? Up ahead. Run! Polina said it was at the back, so here, down this corridor. As we turn into the next corridor, we come to a standstill. Not far away, two people in lab coats are bent over a desk, engaged in a desperate struggle. I recognize Dr. Rhodes as the main aggressor. He's red-faced, trying to stab a scalpel into the neck of whoever's beneath him. 
As they shift, I realize it's Polina, and she already has a slash mark on her neck. Rhodes, get off her! Huh? What are you doing here? Leave her alone! Stay back! Whatever it is you're fighting over, it's not worth it! How would you know? Because I killed someone. I know what it's like to take someone's life. Rhodes, listen to her! Believe me, this is something you can't ever forget. You can't ever take it back. You just carry it around with you till the end of your days. Is that what you want? You were one of those creatures. Do you really think you can lecture me on morality? That's right. I was a killer. Just like you're about to become. When it happened to me, I never got to choose. The anger drains from Rhodes' face, and his grip on the scalpel loosens. Paulina! Dr. Rhodes! Stand back! Get away from the- No! No! Mikhail! Wait! I can explain! Dr. Rhodes attacked me! Attacked you? It's alright. I'm putting the scalpel down. Someone better explain what's going on right now! The trials of Dr. Dunbar's cure. They were tampered with. I found out this afternoon by accident while I was reviewing the data. What? There were three subjects in the trial. Rhodes treated the first two. The one who died and the one who regressed. I treated the third, but instead of following the method Rhodes gave me, I followed a copy of Dr. Dunbar's notes directly. I assumed there would be no difference, but today, when I compared them for the first time, I saw that Rhodes changed the parameters. I think he was deliberately causing the trials to fail. That doesn't make any sense. Dunbar was always the one covered in glory. The golden boy who could do no wrong. And my work went unnoticed. I thought that here, at Whitecliffe, I would finally create a legacy for myself, but out of nowhere, this research appeared and threatened to take it all away. He was incorporating Dunbar's notes into his own at the same time, stealing his work. You wanted to discredit Dunbar as a failure, and then what? Wait a couple of months and present his research as your own, so that you could take all the glory? I. Uh. <laughs> when I confronted him about it, he snapped. Tried to stab me. After all these years of tireless work, I deserve recognition. And this breakthrough would have been a fitting tribute. I couldn't have anyone jeopardize that. Not even you, Paulina. So you tried to kill your colleague. <laughs> your friend. I couldn't bear the thought of my name, my reputation, being destroyed like that. If anyone found out that I'd sabotage the trials- Stand down, Dr. Rhodes. Wait, Polina? You said there was a third subject who got the real treatment. Dunbar's treatment. Yes. He's downstairs in a cell, sleeping, perfectly healthy, and cured of all symptoms. I stand on the observation deck, watching the sun rise over the water. 
In the distance, the trawler chugs out to sea, undulating ever so slightly as it navigates the swell. I wonder, if my dad could see me now, what he might think of the journey I've taken, the things I've done. I hope, more than anything, that he would be proud of the choices I've made along the way. Here you are. Hey, you. How'd it go? They didn't have to talk about it long. They all agreed I wasn't a danger to anyone. So you're free. Seems that way. Are you... okay with everything? I feel... better, I guess. About the cure and all that. Do you believe me now that you're not gonna regress? <laughs> Starting to. Thank you for being there. For believing in me. I'm with you all the way, Anjali. That's good to know. <sighs> what about Rhodes? What did they decide? They're putting him in one of the cells, under surveillance. Until they can figure out what to do with him. <sighs> Throw away the key. He's some piece of work. But they still value his knowledge, so... Yeah. Polina is talking about more trials. Then in a few months, if everything goes well, mass production of the cure. That's when the hard part begins. Huh? Well, someone has to go out there and face the hordes. The infected aren't going to form a line outside the gates with their medical cards to get their dose. No. Saving them is a job that has to be done outside these walls. And it won't be easy. No, it won't. But don't worry about it now, Kane. That's tomorrow's problem. Right now, I'd like to head over to the campfire for breakfast. What do you say? It's a deal. She leans into my chest. I take her in my arms, feel her heartbeat against me. For a moment, it's just the two of us, and nothing else matters. Then we make our way down the steps, toward the campfire where the other survivors are waiting. Survivors of EV9 Created and produced by Mark R. Healy Starring Luke Wheeler Madison Garris Ray O'Hare Trent Trachtenberg Naya DeRusso Elisa Martea Shogo Miyakita And Paul Watt Additional voices by Hayden Healy Elwood Lemura Alan Chan Eric Umstart Tristan Whalen Hughes C.W. Gant Carolyn Cabal Canelio Luke Hines, Janine Bauer, Dice Tree, Vincent Bozzi, 
Christopher Coles, Giovanni, Olavo Martinez, Devin Swafford, Anne-Marie Tune, Alice Knight, Braden Wharton, Sarah Cannon, Lucas Bark Diegman, Scott Zimmerman, and Zardek. Just a reminder that there are advanced episodes of this podcast available right now at patreon.com slash beyondthedark. Head over and check it out. Your support means that I can keep bringing you more episodes like the one you just heard. You can also find my other podcasts, novels, and music at markahealy.com. Thanks for tuning in. I'll see you in the next one. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Cam Cander? Yeah, that was a strange thing. A prolific creator who disappeared suddenly in 2020. Eccentric, weird, inscrutable. Cam Cander was like a 21st century Howard Hughes. Nothing is known. Cam Cander, man, woman, non-binary person, no idea. Cam Cander, an enigma, a cipher, a mystery. Was Cander a genius or insane? Is there a difference? And one day, Cam Cander vanished into thin air. Off the map, off the radar, like Amelia Earhart. From me, B.K. Will, in conjunction with Trojan Cat Media, a division of Corp. Leave me alone. I don't have anything to say about Cam Cander. Comes a shocking six-part documentary series. Cam Cander is a Rorschach test. It's a MacGuffin stuffed inside a red herring, shoved down a rabbit hole that leads to a blind alley. Cam Cander is out there, waiting to make their glorious return. Like a cult leader? No, like a messiah. Discover Who is Cam Cander, a new investigative podcast coming Wednesday, September 1st, wherever you listen to podcasts.